Regarding this particular prophecy, I have been getting various dreams and visions to infuse before I came to a resounding conclusion. I even had to confirm with God before releasing this message. The latest dream that I had regarding this subject happened on the early morning of Tuesday the 28th of September. This is about God raising a king in South Africa. Now, this prophecy may probably be the one that would upset the majority of South Africans for the most, especially the African natives from my country. However, before I get into this message from the Holy Spirit regarding this king, it is important to remember that God has a say in all affairs regarding governors or heads of states that are known as modern-day kings. Daniel 2:21 says, He controls the course of world events, He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. What the Holy Spirit has been showing me since the early stages of the pandemic, is that there is a certain young man who has a very important role to play in South Africa. I had a varying amount of visions and dreams one particular young man, who is known to me, at the same time I have heard in bits and pieces from other and older prophets about the raising of a, King, David here in South Africa, while one particular prophet had seen someone come in and take the position of a president that nobody wanted in South Africa. Now of course I had just heard of these prophecies and did not take cognizance that would be anyone that I would know, so in this regard, one could say that my prophecy is somewhat clouded and perhaps biased. However, it was never a concern of mine as to who this person would be. The visions and messages around this particular young man had been confirmed a few times by God's Holy Spirit. Of course, I will never divulge the identity of who it is but I will describe what I saw and heard, by piecing all this information together. In the one dream I had, I had dreamt that I was speaking with a female prophet who had said that, somebody you know has a son that will play a very important role in South Africa, especially that South Africa is going to be heading into tough times. He will have to help turn around the country's fortunes. This dream was around the winter, June to August 2021. Then soon after that dream, perhaps in October of 2020, I had a vision of an older version of this same little boy. In the vision, he was an adult who happened to walk into a room with complicated machinery and levers. The vision was in classic black and white and not in color which indicated how aged everything around this young man was. However, he confidently started everything up and calmly got the machines going, where it seemed to indicate that only he could have worked everything out that was in that, machine, control room. The last dream I had on the 28th of September, was about King David walking through in South Africa. King David, who was a short stout figure, had his arms folded behind his back while trudging forward with his eyes looking towards the ground on a road which was located somewhere in South Africa. The puzzled onlookers who saw him walk by, all said King David is in South Africa, what is he doing here? And that was the end of that dream. It is quite clear to me what has been communicated to me by the Holy Spirit when I piece everything together as to the central message. This is especially that I have heard what other the prophets, before me, had said regarding the issue of a King David being raised here and one who had seen somebody come in to take the headship of South Africa, which was a position that nobody wanted to do in times to come. What I can also from the older prophets was that South Africa will start to come right again when there are signs of white immigration to South Africa, which is most likely as a result of the reinstatement of white leadership in South Africa. It is a similar theme to the ongoing of the Chinese and Asian immigrants who will be coming to South Africa as discussed in episode 14. This seems to indicate that South Africa's purging and exaltation towards a model of excellence through righteousness, as discussed in episode 11 and episode 12, will also involve the importation, or attraction, of foreign specialized skills among myriads of other factors in the mix. When it comes to this young man who is of both settler and non-settler blood when it comes to his white ethnicity. It is important to understand South African history from a spiritual perspective that the white community was indeed led to South Africa, for I have done my research with spiritual leaders within the country, 
particularly the Afrikaans people of South Africa. The Afrikaans nation has a covenant in place with God which ensures that they are just as much at home here in South Africa, as were the Israelites who inherited the promised land from the Canaanites, Deuteronomy 8-2, Joshua 21-43-45. Anyone that has a problem with that, let them take it up with God and I would sarcastically say good luck in trying to win that one. As a black man who once believed in the ANC promise of ownership of land, BBBEE, affirmative action and who was alive during the last decade of the apartheid era, this would put me as part of the transitional generation from last years of national party leadership to the ANC's independence reign. I know full well that identity politics did not lead to any material blessings, for no man can do what God does and offer infinite blessings. A return to the spirit of servitude and evangelism, that teaches people towards investing in the kingdom of God as Jesus taught in Matthew 6:33. but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. God is not a politician who would campaign on empty and unfulfilled promises, Numbers 23:19, and neither does His kingdom have discriminatory policies, as the Apostle Peter described in Acts 1034-35, opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation the man who fears Him and does what is right is welcome to Him. For God is concerned with those who obey, revere and love Him, as stipulated in Exodus 19:5, where it says, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. In raising this South African version of King David, I first have to reveal one secret that has been divulged to me through my encounters with Jesus Christ, particularly with the one where Jesus introduced me to the Apostle Paul. When it comes to all men of faith that were described in the Bible, their spirits continue to live on and their testimonies are to inspire us who are still alive here on earth. Each of us as living human beings has an anointment that would resemble similar testimonies to all the Bible characters of faith that we all have to individually embody and model. I believe my introduction to the Apostle Paul is to emulate him in reaching peoples through hearts for the kingdom through my writing, formal or creative, and administering spiritual counseling to the youth. In this regard, I believe that Apostle Paul has been somewhat of a mentor as I enjoy reading all his extensive contributions in the New Testament. So in this way, King David is to be a spiritual mentor to this young man and that David was also a very young man before he was anointed by the prophet Samuel. In 1 Samuel 12-13, so Jesse sent for him. He was a handsome, healthy young man, and his eyes sparkled. The Lord said to Samuel, This is the one, anoint him. Samuel took the olive oil and anointed David in front of his brothers. Immediately the Spirit of the Lord took control of David and was with him from that day on. Then Samuel returned to Ramah. The Lord our God will take control of this young man, in the same way, my vision of him in the future played out. God's Holy Spirit will impart the knowledge of the control room upon this particular young man, and he will do wonderful things for the nation of South Africa, where many will marvel at how a young man such as he has acquired this magnitude of profound wisdom from. When we speak about kings in this modern era, we are talking about heads of state such as governors, prime ministers, or presidents. We are not in the old era of having true monarchs so this is more about an individual's influence within a particular political paradigm. I have not been given any particular spiritual insights on specific political makeups as such. The only thing I was shown was that treaties that govern the Southern African Development Community, SADC, would fall away as discussed in episode 10. To bring about change for the new, God has to clear away the old, 1 Corinthians 5:17, Ecclesiastes 3:1. Isaiah 43:19 says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The raising of this new king is the step towards the exaltation of a small nation like South Africa 
akin to Israel, to be able to take on the Goliaths of the global superpowers under the leadership of this anointed king towards a realizable victory, 1 Samuel 17, 41-54. May God protect this young man, bless him and keep him under his care to live out his great sovereign will. May God bless South Africa too.